What's up, everybody? This is BC. This is another episode of the podcast, Supreme Being. As always, we are sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you need anything real estate, go to teambcsoul.com and we can connect you with somebody or help you ourselves. Shoot us an email. Uh, number two would be to check out if you are affiliated with real estate in any way, shape, or form and you would like to partner with myself and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com. It's also in the link in the description of this podcast and also here on YouTube and Instagram, YouTube, uh, the podcast platforms like Spotify and everywhere else. And lastly, if you're not on my Modern Success program, it's my coaching program that I've opened up to the world. A uh, big, big community now. It's huge. Um, it's really morphed into a new animal. I really want to grow it to a thousand people this year. Recommend you get on. We've added some new options for you to sign up at 97 a month. Uh, I've added that low, low tier. If any of you are having issues with budgeting, just so you can jump on, no contracts involved. Okay, let's get into it. Um, as we get deeper into 2020, you know, it's beginning of the year. So the first month or two, a lot more people are fired up. They're psyched. They want to do something new. So I want to go through a multi-step process for this 20 or 30 minutes or so that we're going to be together. And what I want to do for you is walk you through the process of starting something, right? And then common mistakes that people make and then some actual advice for you for some things to do and to focus on. That way we have a mix of both because normally people will only give you positive or negative and what not to do. I want to give you both on this podcast and maybe we'll go longer. It just depends on the flow and how deep we get into the subject matter and how time elapses. Okay. So let's start. First thing. Okay. You want to do something new or even if you don't want to do something new, you just want to step your game up with what it is that you're doing. The first thing is so many people nowadays because of social media and the state of technology and how accessible information is. We're literally at the point where I can pull up my phone and get information about any era, any time frame, any part of history in seconds. So when we look at a career now or a skill that somebody wants to get or some improvement they want to make, because most people are going to focus on progress as far as like finances, right? That's going to be the main thing. People want to be successful because when you reach a certain level, you don't have to be a gazillionaire, but when you reach a certain level financially where things are comfortable, it opens many doors for you right? Me being on this side of the equation where I've had success now for years, I'm really making a lot of money now. Um, you know, I understand what they were saying back then. And it makes sense because now I have so many more options and opportunities to do something new, try something out, invest in a business. And it puts you in a position that the average person cannot uh, understand, conceptualize, or really plan for because they don't know what it is until they get there. Okay. So we're going to focus more on that because I think that's what people have to handle that then opens that door to do, really do what you wanna do, okay? So that first step, somebody wants to start a business, you wanna be an entrepreneur, you wanna get into real estate, whatever it is. The first mistake is, because there's so many people now and so much information out there, what people wanna do is they want to, and this is advice that's given, oh, don't limit yourself, you know, study everybody and everything. And what happens with that dynamic when that's done is, the individual now has so much information and in many cases, this is where the error comes in, it becomes conflicting information. Because if you study 10 schools of thought on this one skill or one career, all 10 people may have had success and be at a high level, but all of them, I guarantee you, when you look a little bit deeper, they had a different process. They had a different way of getting there. 
And when you start to combine two, three, four, five, six, and you're getting information from so many different sources about the same thing, it causes conflict in your mind. At any point, if any conflicting datums go in, it stops you. This is why since day one, and I'm reminding people, and if you haven't heard it, I'm telling you now, I've said, find one source, somebody who has a system, somebody who has a way, a, uh, you know, a step-by-step -step process, whatever it is, even if it's not top of the top, because maybe that guy you can't afford and you have to pay for his stuff, oh well. But start somewhere and stick to that, at least until you have that mastered and you know it inside and out, and this is the key, and you're getting results, okay? That way you stick to one thing. What this does is it puts many other things in check for you automatically, like simplicity. It keeps it simple because you don't have to figure out and mix and match. It's just, okay, I do step one, two, three, let's go. So it already facilitates that for you. Number two, you don't have to worry about conflict. Number three, it streamlines the, whole, uh, streamlines the whole process and you can see, oh, this is where you begin. This is what the second step looks like. And you have a clear picture because you're only looking at one. You're not mixing up 10 or 20 different styles and systems and ways of doing it, okay? For the sake of the individual now, because I'm on the side of teaching now, and the number one reason I see people either not get started or have struggles is because of this part. They don't keep it simple, and they mix and match too much. Pick one, stick with it, keep it simple, uh, reduce it to bite-sized chunks of things. So let's say you get a yearly plan with this person on how to build this skill, Break it down to quarterly, to monthly, to weekly, to daily, as far as the activities that you need to do and what you need to be engaged in. Because when you look at a day and what you need to do in a day versus what that goal looks like for a year, that goal for the year, if you're new, could be very intimidating to you. Because let's say it's make $100,000 and you've only made 20,000. That's scary for a lot of people. It was for me. I set a goal my first year in real estate to do 200,000. But when I would look at that number, I was like, what the fuck? Like I've never even made, you know, half that. So now when I broke it down into the daily activities and I was like, oh, I need to make, you know, 40 or 50 contacts. I need to talk to 40 or 50 people every day. This now seems possible. This is digestible. I get it. Okay. That's step one. I don't want to talk too much about that because again, if I give you too much on that, people will overanalyze it, right? So just get out there, pick one system, go, bite-sized chunks, keep it simple. Number two, as you're engaged in that process now, okay, I see too many people, this is a mistake, I see too many people taking feedback and advice from everybody along the way. So let's say we pick that person, we're starting, all of a sudden, now that you've made a change and you're doing something, because in most cases you're gonna be doing something that other people oppose, like starting your own business, which freaks everybody out, Okay. Now people feel this need to take advice from everybody and listen to their opinions and what they have to say and, and make them valid. And, and although because we don't want to hurt people's feelings sometimes, or we want to be polite, right? We, 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 we want to abide by that. If we're talking success, the language of success, the actions of success, the path of success, you don't do that because on the path of success, the proper procedure and the right thing to do is only take advice from qualified individuals. Okay. Now it's not to say that you just ignore people and tell them to shut up. You can listen to them, but what the mistake people make is they automatically assume what they're saying is fact and they really entertain it as an idea at which point the possibility of introducing a conflict in your mind comes in and then it messes you up. Here's an example. I see people who have the balls to go on uh, you know, Instagram live or Facebook live or YouTube and post cold calls. 
And then the comment section on all of them is riddled with people who want to give advice and say what they're doing wrong. My response is, okay, dude, I'll consider what you're saying when you put up a call, when you go live and I can see your skill level. And if in fact you're better than me, I'm all ears. I'll be your fucking student and I'll show up with a notepad and pen and listen to you and take notes and apply. But the moment you say that, 99.9% .9 of them aren't going to do it because they have no ground to stand on to give you advice. But because of social media, anybody with the following now has become a fucking guru and they know everything about everything. So when you do this, it keeps you clean. People worry about distractions, not feeling motivated and all that. Most of that comes from this point that I'm telling you right here. It's outside opinions and influences that are weighing on people's minds. I see this happen with my own team members. This has happened with me in the past because of prior conditioning. And I see it happening to people so much. I'll have people say, man, I was following your advice and doing good. Then, you know, I tried this that this person said and things started unraveling. And I said, well, there you go, dude. If you were doing well or you were already on your path, why did you suddenly look at this other person and introduce something that literally devastated you? Because people will say, okay, and this is going to be going into the third point here in a second. But people will say, well, I, I wasn't getting the results. You know, I was... Uh, I know you, for example, you got X amount of listings and you made X amount of sales in this amount of time. I didn't get it. So I had to start looking somewhere else. That's mistake number three is the results that you want. If we're going to look at numbers and quantities, which you need to understand when you enter again, this path of success, entrepreneurship and business, there's no finite manual and answer. Oh, Hey, in one month, you're going to be at $10,000 in revenue at two months. You're going to be at 50,000 third month, a hundred thousand. There is no guideline like that. There's no rule book. So when you try to measure yourself up against someone like me who gave you the story or someone else that you listened to that was inspirational, that's incorrect because your timeline and your results and what that looks like is going to be different because it's different for everybody. Some people have a huge explosion in the beginning and then it levels off and it goes down. Then they slowly build their way up. Other people never get results because they quit. Other people slowly climb. Some people climb and get little blips. It looks different. That graph and timeline looks different for everybody. There is no uh, blueprint for you to look at. You can look at myself or someone else who's run a business and say, okay, I have a general idea of what's possible. But when you try to stack up and measure up and you're constantly comparing like that, all it does is mess you up. And that's what will lead to this behavior of these first two of overcomplicating it because now you're wondering what's going on. And two, dibble dabbling with different people and this and that and then you become susceptible to start taking advice from people because you're beating yourself up about it so it becomes like this vicious cycle of personal entrapment into this thing where you start killing your own success and it's crazy i see it happen so much i see it happen so much so the uh what was that guy's name jim Rohn, who died right one of the guys from herbalife he had a great little line, right? Because I listened to him a lot in the beginning stages of my career when I was learning. And he calls it the until formula. I'm going to do this until I get what I want, until I hit the goal, until I reach the end. And that's a great formula because it implies that you're going to stick with it. Okay. This is number four now that we're going into. People underestimate the amount of consistency that it takes. When you're learning a new skill, when you're building a business, when you're doing something where you start from ground zero and you're building it up, it takes a tremendous amount of time, dedication, discipline, grit, money, mastery of emotions, mastery of communication, mastery of yourself, more than anybody ever estimates. 
You know why I know that for a fact, even to this day? Because again, with social media and so many fucking hundreds and hundreds and thousands of interviews of successful people, even like me, who tell you this shit is not easy. It's not easy. And we give you, some of us will give you that raw, what it's like. And people still go and say, oh man, I didn't think it was going to be this hard. What do you mean? We told you a million times it was going to be difficult. Why, why would you ever be blindsided by something if supposedly you watched so many interviews and studied so many people? And you know, anything worth having is difficult to achieve. If you want that super uh, fit body, you're going to have to have a very strict regimen as far as your intake of food, and you're going to have to be disciplined with your exercise. And it takes time. You don't get a six-pack overnight. Same thing with any skill that you build. It's the same thing. We know this formula. How about walking when you're a baby? You don't fall once and give up or like, ah, you just walk until you walk. You figure it out. Riding a bike, writing, reading, whatever it is, we do that. And we were engaged in that process as a kid. Somewhere along the lines, we forget. And all of a sudden, that youthful energy and commitment that we had to those tasks, we don't translate over to adulthood, which is a shame. All I did was tap into that childhood me to say, you know, if, the, if I was having this conversation with a five-year-old me who wanted to be successful or make money and we were engaged in the activity to get there, he would say, dude, why are we stopping? We don't have the money yet. Why are you even thinking about quitting? Oh, we, gotta, we just got to keep going. We'll get there. Same thing with walking. Imagine if you had quit and now you'd be in a wheelchair and not be being able to walk because you decided after you fell for the 10th time that fuck this, it's not worth it. I banged my knee. It hurts. I'm not going to keep walking which is how most people are now, mentally. They're just weak, okay? So that's number four. And number five, number five is this. As you're on this path of success for whatever it is that you want, you need to accept the fact that the people that you start with, most of them, a good chunk of them, maybe all of them, are not gonna be with you as you progress. And two, you will have to adopt a new circle, a new environment, and the things around you are inevitably going to have to change, whether that's people, objects in your environment, moving somewhere, your car, your clothes, many things are gonna change. This is the evolution of the individual in this process walking this path. And this is where a lot of people hit hangups because they wanna take the old people, the old environment, and their old selves into the new realm, okay? I'll give you some examples. A lot of my friendship circle, we just naturally drifted apart from what I was doing because they weren't engaged in what I was doing. They had no interest in what I was doing and they weren't on this path with me. The mistake people make is they want to drag them along or feel obligated like, oh, well, I've known them for 5, 10, 15 years. I need to bring them with me. No. That's going to hold you back. How about ourselves and our old habits? Maybe you play video games 12 hours a day. Well, if you want to run your business and be successful, you can't do that. You can't drag that habit with you. That was one of the issues I had. I played way too many fucking video games back in the day. I didn't touch a video game the first four or five years of me running my business and doing social media. I dibble dabble now every once in a while, but even after 20 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I've already, I've changed. I can't suck myself into a video game for 10, 15 hours a day anymore. I just can't. Even if I sit there and try after 30 minutes, I'm just like, okay, I'm turning this off. I'd rather go read a book or do something else. So I've changed, but I had to shed that and get away from it to grow. You can't bring that along with you. Okay, well, I'm gonna make my schedule so I can still game 10 hours a day. No, it's not the way it works. How about your clothes? You wanna be a businessman now, you dress like a bum, 
going to have to change it at least in the beginning until you're successful. Then you can do whatever the fuck you want. Cause for that example, people will send me the meme of like, you know, uh, you know, Steve jobs and those other guys. And they're like, Oh, these are billionaires and they dress however they want. They're fucking billionaires. They can do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> you're not a billionaire. Neither was I, neither am I right now. So we need to play by the rules. Then we can bend and break them when we get better. But that comes later, right? We got to be smart. We got to be strategic. Here's the next point. People always want to look at the exception to the rule and either use it against themselves or use it against somebody else. Case in point, I just gave you an example of the exception to the rule. Oh, well, there's this one guy who doesn't dress up and he made it. Who gives a fuck? How about the other fucking 10 gazillion people who actually have to do it correctly? Why are we looking at that one fucking example? And even if I look at that one example, I can dissect why it is the exception to the rule. There's always exceptions to the rule. But if you want to try to, uh, you know, nitpick and base your life on the exception to the rule, you're going to suffer. Here's another example for you. Case in point, if I want to sell something, I want the techniques and the know-how to sell to that 99% of people. I don't want to bust my balls and work so hard to look for that one person who's the exception to the rule who the techniques don't work on. I'm not going to spend all my time and energy and focus trying to sell to that person when I have a huge pool of 99% of people who would buy and purchase my product if I use this technique in this process. Why do you care about that 1% or less than the 1%? It's the simplest example I can give you. But so many people will fight for that little half percent. It's like, what? Why are you doing that to yourself? Same thing when people debate or, or go back and forth about a subject. They always want to shine the light on the exception to the rule. Well, I'm going to live my life based on what works for 99%. I don't care about that half a percent or 1%. It has no concern based on what I want to do and this path of success because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the path to success. Okay? Oh, well, there's this one guy who didn't do any you know, morning rituals and morning routine and schedule and he became a millionaire. Yeah, but 99% of the other millionaires follow this process. So it's in your best interest to follow this process unless you think you're that one in the gazillion, but I'm not willing to roll the dice. I want a 99% chance to win, not a 1% chance to win. Okay, again, success path. Here's the last one that I'll cover on this podcast that I want to touch on for a few minutes and I'll open it up to questions. There's too much focus and autopilot for the individual day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, based on emotion versus logic. Okay. Decisions need to be made logically, not emotionally. Your schedule needs to be logical, not emotional. Showing up every day is logical, not emotional. So much of what we do has become impulse and emotion and we're not even aware of it. Somebody skips work. Why didn't you go today? Oh, I didn't feel like it. Boom. That's living on emotion. You follow that person, the timeline of that individual, they're going to suffer tremendously, tremendously. We need to get back to 80, 20, 90, 10 of logic living over emotion. Conscious living, conscious building of your business. Logic. I'm going to have to work hard. I'm going to have to work more than nine to five to build my business because everybody else works nine to five. So I'm going to have to figure it out. Emotion. Oh man, I'm tired. I already worked a full day. Just go home. Logic. I go home when the work is done. Emotion. Eh, we can finish it later. I don't feel like it. I'm, I'm lacking a little energy right now. Let's go eat. You see? Follow the timeline of those two individuals. The one who's basing their moves and what they do more often on emotion versus the guy who's doing it more on logic. And you believe you don't have control over this because you've been fooled and told you don't have control over it. Oh, well, my family's from 
this country and we're all hotheads and this and that. That's bullshit. You can get over that. Oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. People give all these justifications and excuses, which they have been fooled to believe are fact, but they're not. Oh, well, you know, if I don't eat in the morning, I just don't have energy to work out or work. Try fasting and actually do it without doing that. Have you actually tried it? I know people who have fasted for a week and you want to tell me you're going to die if you don't eat every three hours? Give me a fucking break. It's emotional. Logic needs to reign supreme over emotion more often than not. Nobody's perfect. But if we can get to eight out of 10 decisions, nine out of 10, seven out of 10, we're getting somewhere. Now we're going to tip the scales in our favor because that's really what it's about. All these topics that I've given today, it's not about being perfect. It's about doing it more often than not and raising that more often to as close as possible to always. And when we get there, now we're going to start seeing huge differences because these are the little pieces that you add up that start giving you the leg up and advantage over everybody else. And these are some of the simple tools that I've been applying. Nothing I said today, by the way, for all the listeners, as you listen again later on or right after this, you repeat this podcast. None of this is rocket science. None of this is complex. None of this is crazy. None of this is non-applicable to you. This is applicable to everybody, regardless of your age, where you're at, your money, your background. Anybody can apply these concepts. And over time, consistently is when you start seeing the results. Okay. So I wanted to to do a quick podcast today on just simplicity, executing, getting things done, common mistakes, things to remember, things to avoid. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'll open it up to questions here in a second. If anybody has any life, uh, we'll wrap up the podcast right now for the recording. If you guys need anything real estate worldwide, go to teambcsold.com uh, and give us a message. We can help you personally or direct you to the best people wherever you're at. Number two, if you're affiliated with real estate any way, shape, or form, and you would like to partner with myself and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com to check out that opportunity. And lastly, if you're not a part of uh, my Modern Success Program, which is my coaching program, I've opened it up to the world. Uh, we have many, many sign-up options. There's no contracts. It's very affordable. I recommend you go to briancasella.com and sign up, or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram. Okay, that's it for this one, everybody. Same place, same time, every Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.